When will race-based EGFR calculations be eliminated from kidney transplant candidates? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior VP, Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. At a meeting on June 27th, the Board of Directors of the Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network unanimously approved a measure to require transplant hospitals to use a race-neutral calculation when estimating a patient's level of kidney function. The action will become effective July 27th, ensuring that all patients are assessed in an equitable fashion. For several years, some estimated glomerular filtration rate calculations have included a modifier for patients identified as black. This has led to a systematic underestimation of kidney disease severity for many black patients. In terms of organ transplantation, this modifier may have negatively affected the timing of transplant listing or the date at which candidates qualified to begin waiting time for a transplant. Moving forward, all transplant hospitals will be required to use a race-neutral calculation when estimating a patient's EGFR for any purpose covered by OPNT policy. The action will also permit transplant programs to update the date for which a candidate qualified for transplant waiting time. If the program is able to determine the candidate's current waiting time was based on a race-based EGFR. Quote, communities of color are disproportionately affected by end-stage kidney disease, so we must do all we can within our power to ensure that they receive the utmost access to life-saving care. End quote. In our next story, we learned that anodal transcranial direct current stimulation has shown promise for improving persistent hyposmia, or lost sense of smell, due to COVID-19. A small study of seven patients published in the Journal of Neurology and Neurosurgery and Psychiatry revealed that those who received olfactory training plus anodal transcranial direct current stimulation experienced improved subjective and objective measures immediately following the treatment and three months later. Additionally, all patients demonstrated notable improvement in smell performance. And finally, we learned that control of blood sugar in patients with diabetes and breast cancer should be prioritized. A study of 488 patients with metastatic breast cancer presented at the Endocrine Society's 104th Annual Meeting and Expo showed that overall survival at five years was similar between those with and without diabetes. However, survival for those without diabetes was better than for those with diabetes at 10 years, 87% versus 67%. Survival was also better among those with good blood sugar control compared with those with poor blood sugar control at 10 years, 83% versus 63%. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. You can send any tips or suggestions to editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, Medical News Roundup, and just ask, what's my Flash Briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories, and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we'll cover the latest stories in the world of medicine. <laughs>